One day like this with Elbow on ABC Radio Queensland. 22 minutes to 10 on your Monday morning. Phil Staley's sick today, so if you're used to hearing Phil's voice, Henry's my name, just filling in for Phil until he gets better. And yeah, I know it's Monday morning. Maybe you're not feeling it today. Some people dive into the week and love Mondays, ready to rock and roll. A lot of us, I dare say most of us, are just maybe wishing the weekend was a bit longer, kind of you know, starting, starting to get into gear. And you might just be tired. You might have just enjoyed the weekend a bit too much and you're recovering from not getting enough sleep or squeezing too much in. That's fine. But you could be burnt out. Now, there is a difference. It's not just being that normal amount of tiredness you get. When are we having burnout? Because that's a bit different. And we've probably all gone through it, whether work's been stressful or there's a lot going on in our personal life. So how do we recognize when it is burnout and how do we combat it? That's why Dr. Joe Lukens is here this morning for Mindful Monday, chatting all about burnout. Dr. Joe, are you burnt out today? I'm very pleased to say that I'm starting my week and I'm not burnt out. Ah, oh, so. fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling okay today. It's yeah. not, not not in the uh, the top tier of bad Monday-itis No, not at all. Not at all, which is a good start to the week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Now, I was saying there that, well, I was assuming there that there is a difference between just your regular run-of-the-mill tiredness and burnout. Is that correct? That is correct. So there, there most definitely is a difference between being tired and being burnt out. We do know that being tired is part of being burnt out, burnt out, which is why sometimes we kind of confuse the two or lean into one or the other. But you, you can definitely be tired and not be burnt out. Mm. If you're burnt out, you're probably tired, probably tired. <laughs> as well. So <laughs> no if, that, if that helps out, to clarify. <laughs> and, and I think it's important to make that difference because I think what I see right across the community is fatigue. You know, And I think we've particularly seen that through this pandemic and so forth. It's almost like a, an invisible cloud that hangs over the top of us. And many of us are feeling fatigue and so it's important to differentiate when it's when it's fatigue and when it's burnout because they are quite different things. When you say you're recognizing that a lot more in the community fatigue is that something people are telling you or do, can you sort of tell just based on talking to people and interacting with sort of locals on a large scale that there is a feeling of fatigue because you find that in an office or team environments don't you it's like the energy of a place and a group collective can be just a bit blur. Absolutely. So, you know, with, with your emotional intelligence, you can normally walk into a space and kind of get, like you say, a read on a room and a read on the energy. Um, and to answer your question, I'm hearing it and I'm seeing it, you know. Mm. So so people are talking about feeling tired and particularly in work settings, you know, that um, it doesn't seem to matter which area that you go into, but people are saying, you know, we're understaffed. You know, you hear that whether you go into a cafe, whether you go into a professional office, you know, wh- wherever you tend to go. And what I'm hearing people say now is where's everybody gone you know like where are all of these people um, that seem to have disappeared so so I think to make up the gap is that that people have had a lot of stressful out of control um, things happening to them and so when we're pushing through those it, it can lead us to feeling fatigued so I think there's a general community fatigue around and that doesn't help us when we then start looking at a specific concept like burnout. Who, who gets burnout? So a specific group more susceptible to it? Uh, anyone can get burnt out. So, 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 and and I mentioned work before. So it's not necessarily people who are just in paid employment. So it's important to make that differentiation too. You know, um, so people in lots of different circumstances can experience burnout. But we do see um, a, a high higher percentage um, in the helping professions. So when you think about our first responders, when you think about doctors and nurses, and particularly at a time such as these, and, um, and also in environments where there's a lot of 
uncontrollable factors. Because, uh, you know, I often say to people, I think I've probably said it on this show a few times, is that, you know, when life feels out of control and unpredictable, that's for many of us when the, you know, the wheels get a bit wobbly on the wagon and we, we tend not to, to cope so well. Mm. So when you're in a profession where it's constantly changing, you know, one of the most stressful environments is air traffic control. Yeah. Um, so we know that when you are constantly in that heightened sense of, you know, being hyper alert, I guess, is how you could describe it. Um, there's, you know, challenging things that are happening and they have high consequences that come with them as well. That's when you are particularly vulnerable and mm. you really need to have some good strategies around looking after yourself and protective mechanisms within the workplace. Dr. Joe Lukens, you mentioned there that the employment setting can be where a lot of burnout happens and there might just not be the opportunity to take leave or step away from work. Are there ways of managing our burnout without actually leaving a job or stopping doing the thing that is causing us to be burnt out? There is. And, and it comes to, you know, the first person who's hopefully going to recognise that you're feeling a bit burnt out, although it's not always this, is yourself. You know, sometimes actually it's our colleagues or family members that might notice it first. But it, th this is definitely one of those situations where the earlier you can get to it, the better. Because if you think about it, when you are really at the end of your tether and you are really exhausted and you feel like you've got nothing left to give, to then go, well, now just look after yourself. You know, you're like, not one more thing. You know, so I think it's one of those things that constantly monitoring ourselves, looking at our well-being, seeing how we're going is important. And then you can put some of those mechanisms in place that, that I'm sure we'll talk about in terms of how do you look after yourself to prevent burnout, I guess. But then there's also the question of if I'm there, what do I do? So, you know, there's there's both, both ways that we could look at that. We touched on that there as well. I mean, I've found in the past when you are burnt out, you can get defensive about being told that you are because you take it as a reflection on your performance. Like if someone comes up to me and says, you seem really tired, you seem really burnt out, you seem like it's all too much for you at the moment, you go, no, I'm so caught yeah, up. I can't off. stop. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. And and I guess because, you know, in, in some ways that can that can feel like a criticism, like, like you say. So, you know, typically we don't like that either. So, um, and I guess... How you phrase that to someone, I guess that's a that's an important point to think about is if you see someone in your life and you think they are, you know, really kind of pushing it and really struggling, telling them what they're feeling is probably not the way to go about it. Mm. You know, it might be better phrased if you said, hey, Henry, I've noticed lately you've seemed a little more tired is better than saying, hey, Henry, you're really tired. Yeah. You know, you're, you're really fatigued. Your like, because you can never presuppose what is going on in someone else's head. And I think that's probably a really important thing to remember. So... You know, sharing an observation with a trusted colleague or friend might be an entirely appropriate thing to do, but being really mindful as to how you present that information as opposed to telling people, ask a curious question. And we've talked about the importance of curiosity before. Indeed. You are enjoying Mindful Monday with Dr. Joe Lukens on ABC Radio Queensland. Let's play Spot the Burnout. What are the signs? What are we looking for? <laughs> well, we're looking for... I can see not the funnest game. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, that's right. And please don't set up bingo cards around the office and... and uh, I, got go, it. I got burnout. Yeah, yes. yeah, yay for me. Um, so, so there's a whole range of things that happens. And often if you, if you read into the burnout um, literature, you can see that it does ha tend to happen in stages. So it can start with the first thing that we started with, with exhaustion. And, and um, we might even see it presenting itself in, in terms of... Um, illnesses along the way. Um, we know that there can be feelings of irritability. People can report feeling isolated. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't people around, you know, yeah. so it's, it's about that feeling of disconnection, that feeling of isolation, feeling that there's perhaps a lack of purpose or that you've got a very significant purpose and you can't 
find enough time to get everything done. So that can go in in either direction. You might be using some coping strategies that, you know, aren't particularly helpful for you. So, you know, there's many ways that we cope, but sometimes, you know, overeating, too much alcohol, all those sorts of things, not getting up to do some physical activity, you know, those are really common things that people do. Those are also common things that people do when they're under the pump and they're feeling a bit stressed as well. Mm. But at that burnout level, it's that real feeling of disconnect, that isolation, that what is this all for, you know, and and really feeling like you have got absolutely nothing left to give. Mm. So if we are at the point where we have burnout, maybe some people are listening and hearing those signs and going, oh my goodness, yep. I'm taking every box here. Yeah, that's right. That's how, right. How can we start to combat it? Yeah, so so it's really important to do something about it. Um, and, you know, if you're really not sure where to start, I would start with some professional help. And that might be a visit to your GP. Um, it, You know, certainly the types of people that can help you with this are people that work in the professions of counselling and psychology and psychiatry and so forth. If it's in a workplace, you might have access to an employee assistance program or someone in HR that can help you. Um, but notice what's common with all of those suggestions I've just made. It's all about connecting with other people. So that's mm. a really important thing, talking with your family, um, you know, and then, you know, there'll be some elements around that self-care that, you know, getting some sleep. We know one of the best performance enhancers that we have at our disposal is sleep. And I think probably for most people, that's one of the things that's hardest to, you know, I, I can imagine all the people now who hear me say that and go, oh yeah, well you try and, you know. Mm. Sound, not, sounds all well and good. Sounds all well and good until it's 2am in the morning and it's not, you know. Yeah. So, so we know that. So, you know, a bit of self-care for ourselves, making some, you know, helpful choices for ourselves in terms of our nutrition and so forth. So all that basic self-care stuff that you would expect me to say. But I really do think that when you're at that point of burnout, you know, being mindful for what's happening for yourself, definitely reaching out and getting some help because by the time you hit the burnout phase, you really do need some support to get through that, in, you know, however you might normally seek support, but, you know, not to struggle by yourself when you're going through something like this. Yeah. Don't struggle by yourself is a great message to take from the chat. Dr. Joe Lukens, our show's psychology expert. Thank you for another Mindful Monday and we'll chat to you next week. Always good to chat, Henry. You're listening to ABC Radio Queensland.